I'm Jay. I'm Wes. And I'm Frankie. Thanks for listening to The Grill Coach Blog. Oh, yes, it's about that time to light it up and go outside. We're chilling, grilling up sides and drinks, rubs and recipes and cooking techniques. Outdoor cooking, grilling, smoke and barbecue. So much flavor to teach and learn and share with you. Grill Coaches Podcast, level up your game with Frankie Wes and Jay. Welcome to the Grow Coach blog. Today's blog is written by Jay and the article is called Smoke. You can find this at thegrillcoach.com. Jay begins, when we are cooking outside, one of the big advantages for flavor enhancement is the addition of smoke flavor. I often joke that smoke flavor is something that makes things taste better without adding any calories. Smoked meat will have an aroma that can fill a room. It will have a look that makes your mouth water and a flavor that is unforgettable. Literally, because that smoke flavor can linger into other things. Try smelling your fingers after you eat some great smoked ribs. And why is bacon so good? It's the smoke flavor. Bacon is made of pork belly, which is very rich and fatty. But after it is brined and cold smoked, it becomes that incredible bacon flavor that we all know and love. I smell bacon right now. The type of smoke that you cook meat with is extremely critical. I used to think all smoke was created equal and boy was I wrong. For a brief overview and the intent of what we share at The Grow Coach is the following. Now Jay shows pictures on the blog and I'll do my best to describe them. He starts with black smoke. It's absolutely terrible. You don't want your proteins around black smoke at all. Meat cooked in this smoke will make little deposits of creosote on your protein. It smells bad, tastes worse, and makes your tongue feel funny. Yes, I have experienced this. So he shows <laughs> he shows a giant black cloud of blurry, just really thick, acrid black smoke. And I can attest, you definitely don't want this on your food. And the second uh, type of smoke that he goes into is gray smoke. Stay away. Often this is something else burning that doesn't belong in the flavor of your meat. This could be a grease fire in your cooker or something else that doesn't belong below. And he shows a picture of a Weber with just this puffy gray smoke that is emanating from down below. Uh, it doesn't even appear there's any coals on there, but uh, I think it gets his point across. It's just kind of fluffy gray smoke and it uh, it's not great. It doesn't taste good at all when it's infused in your meat. The third type of smoke that he goes into is white smoke. This kind of smoke is good for short cooks or even cocktails. No, really, they sell little smoke machines that can help you smoke something right at the bar. I like to get this kind of smoke on smaller meats like steak or pork chops. This smoke can be very heavy or strong on what you are smoking, so use with caution. He shows a lid on kind of a kettle style grill and it's kind of puffing out this white smoke. And uh, he's right, it does go great with short cooks and smaller pieces of meats. And the last bullet point that he's got here is blue smoke. Don't confuse this with that first bit of smoke that comes off the charcoal when the binding products and fuel are burning. This is the Michael Jordan of smoke love the reference. There is nothing better and this is what every barbecue cook is trying to get. This smoke is almost translucent and is hard to take a picture of. The best way I can help you 
visualize is when you are sitting around a campfire, when the fire is burning, it's cleanest. There is no smoke getting in your face and choking you out. That is what we want to cook with. This smoke adds the perfect amount of smoke flavor and intensity. He shows a great picture of, I believe this is his reverse sear burgers from way back when. I can attest this is the smoke that you want. It is a great flavor adder to your barbecue. And uh, like he says, this is the one, this is the Michael Jordan, this is the one you want. So try hard to get this one. It's, it's all about clean combustion. So he wraps up the article. Let's discuss some techniques to produce clean smoke. The type of cooker you have plays a huge role in the quality of smoke that you can produce. For instance, a pellet cooker will produce clean smoke for you. See our article that explains five reasons to buy a pellet cooker. I believe I read that one too. All cookers can produce that clean smoke, but it's about understanding how you need to get there. The one thing you really need is oxygen. I know we said that in our fire blog post also, also written by me. Only because these things go hand in hand. When you have enough oxygen to make a great fire, you can produce clean smoke. So you need to heat and smoke to produce good barbecue. The most common is a combination of charcoal to produce the needed heat and wood to produce the desired smoke. So as your charcoal fire is used for heat, you can add wood, wood chips, or chunks to produce your smoke. What about the stick burning guys? Well, they burn sticks, which are split logs, and burn them down to coals and then add more sticks for smoke flavor. I will admit, this is the most challenging form of barbecue. The ability to maintain a burning fire to produce clean smoke for a long period of time when cooking with sticks takes a special kind of cooker and a talented cook. For now, let's focus on what we can control. Reminder, always cook with all your senses. Look at the smoke, smell it, put your hand over the vent. Be curious about the smoke and the heat coming from your cooker because this is what is going on to your food. You need to remain in control. If it's not right, don't put the meat on, like I did the other day when grilling salmon. My salmon was so bad I couldn't eat it because I tasted some foul smoke. A few days later, I corrected it when I was cooking tri-tip. I was a little more patient, and when the smoke was not coming out right, I walked away and let the bad stuff burn off for a while. Once the smoke cleared up, I then made the small adjustments slowly to get the temperature and the smoke that I wanted. What resulted is one of the best tri-tips I have ever made. So make sure you are getting a good fire. Make the necessary adjustments to your cooker until your smoke is burning clean. Don't starve your fire for airflow or you will have a hard time getting clean smoke. Learn your cooker. Take notes and pay attention to the weather and outside temperature. If your cooker is brand new, take it for a test drive and see what kind of temperatures and smoke that you need to get and how long you can hold those temperatures. Most importantly, reach for the goal of clean smoke. Stay in control of your products so that you can raise eyebrows when they eat your food. Now get out there and grill. Thanks guys for listening. This is a great article. It gives some good pointers, especially kind of what not to do um, as far as like what kind of smoke you want kind of infusing your food. I know this article has helped me out a ton and just uh, inter my interactions with my friends, Jay in particular, kind of helped me dial in and look and get that certain flavor profile when getting the, uh, the right type of smoke into your food. It can make a big difference and uh, check out our blog for more great articles like this at thegrillcoach.com. Thanks for listening guys.
We'll see you next week. Never miss an opportunity to get Get outside outside the grill. grill. And don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Grill Coach. Also, check out our blog at thegrillcoach.com for more episodes of our podcast, as well as other great grilling-related content. Oh, yes, it's about that time to light it up and go outside. We're chilling, grilling up sides and drinks, rubs and recipes and cooking techniques. Outdoor cooking, grilling, smoke and barbecue. So much flavor to teach and learn and share with you. Grill Coaches Podcast to level up your game with Frankie, Wes, and Jay.